It was a Boston sweep party. The Astros offense has come alive. Uncle Mike is here. It was a great start for Framber Valdez. And look, things keep rolling. We're now tied with the Mariners for first, and they come back home after a rest day to face the Yankees. Let's talk about this and more on today's Locked on Astros. Alvarez, it's a high drive center field. Beer leans back. This game is turned upside down. There's the runner. Fly ball down the right field line. Tucker comes on. Kyle Tucker. This time they finish the job. Hello and welcome to Locked On Astros, your daily Astros podcast. Here are your hosts, Eric the Man Heisman and Brett H-Town Wheelhouse Chansey. We are Locked On Houston Astros, and we have to join us for a daily Locked On Astros podcast. My name is Eric Heisman. You find me on Twitter at Eric Talkstros. Find the show at Locked On Astros, your team every day. Brett, where can you find you on this uh, Wednesday night? I think it's you can Wednesday. find me at HTML Wheelhouse on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. They can find me at Stros411 on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Always positive, always Stros. And guys, as much as the Astros have struggled at times, you could be an Angels fan. I mean, they have basically just waived one-fifth of their team. So uh, Don't put that on me, Ricky Bobby. Don't put that on me. (laughs) So, guys, thank you for making Locked on Astros podcast your first listen every day. Whether it's on YouTube, go ahead and uh, go and subscribe to us. Make us your first listen on Apple, Odyssey, Spotify, and go and become an everyday or somebody that listens to our podcast every day. And we appreciate every one of y'all, uh, everything that y'all do for us and help us get to where we are. And guys, if you want to go ahead and like do a little, uh, like trash talking, like I just did towards the angels, you can do this on this new app called bunches, download the bunches app today. And when you do our friends at bunches have featured the locked on MLB bunch in the discover tab, you can also click the link in the description show notes to uh, join the Locked On MLB Bunch community today. So, Brett, a lot has happened in the past, what, five games. The Astros have got red hot at the plate. You've seen Jeremy Pena come alive. I told you all this was going to happen. It just seems like every year at the end of the year, or maybe I, this is only his second season, but he just seems to get hot at the end of the season. And then you have Michael Brantley coming back. He's getting... He's um, doing pretty good. And then you, from Valdez, uh, he pitched another good game. I know he kind of wavered at the end, but I'm not worried about that. And as of right now, the Astros are tied for first place with the Mariners. We're still waiting for the end of the Rangers game. But last night, oh, the checked, Rangers game is over. It's oh, done. It was, yeah, I was about to say the Mets, lost, right? the Mets finished them off. They Chapman, Chapman choked. Um, what a terrible acquisition. You should have known, Rangers, that Chapman is a shell of his former self. He's not a world champion anymore. So the Strangers of Arlington or the South Oklahoma Rangers are one game behind the Astros. The Astros are 77 and 58. The Mariners are 76 and 57. So we are essentially locked right now with the Mariners. The Mariners play the Mets next. Let's hope the Mets play spoiler to the Mariners. Look, I think we take care of business leading up. And um, Jared Carabas, or Carabas, I don't know how you say his last name, said this on his podcast recently. This is what he said. And I'm not going to use the exact word that he used. I will censor it for the audience. But this is what he said. The Astros haven't had their FU month yet. And there's only one month left of the season. (laughs) 
Hey, he said it, not me. Mr. Boston himself. Um, got a great podcast, but dude, I'm telling you, man, I love what I'm seeing coming out of this team. It's confidence. Um, it's it's business. Um, we've got some quotes from Brantley that we'll share with y'all today. But the offense is on fire, Eric. I, I mean, right. you 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 can't ignore this in the five game span. Seventy eight hits, a thirty five plus run differential, a three seventy three batting average. The first sweep in Fenway in Astros history. I mean, what more can you say? Yeah, the fact that they've gotten the most hits and and um and five game series with seventy eight hits in franchise history and just the way they're doing it. It's not just one or two hitters. It's the whole team. You have Martin Maldonado with two hits today, and you have uh, everything that's um, going on. You have everybody. You you have a deep lineup. This is something that we haven't been, been able to say for most of the season. And you've had a lot of players like Corey Jolks on the team, and you have had a lot of p- players like Greg Kessinger. Nothing against those players, but it's just you have Michael freaking Brantley back in the lineup. And that that extends the lineup so much. And you have a Jeremy Pena that's hitting a lot more. And Martin Maldonado, he's giving you something occasionally at the plate. And that's all you can ask for. And then you have Chas McCormick, who's hitting every once in a while off the bench. And then you see uh, what uh, Dubon can do with that the double he has. So everybody's yeah. contributing with a bat and it's just amazing. And they keep on getting hits and uh, what well, Brantley was two for four tonight with one uh, run and two RBIs and Martin Malnado was two for three with one RBI. Bregman was two for five overall, like you said. Um, but this was just an overall great offensive game. And Jeremy Pena, I told y'all he's been hot. He was 10 for 23 on the road trip. And this guy is heating up at the right time. And we may see the same guy that was the ALCS and uh, World Series MVP reemerge. Well, look, um, Brian McTaggart uh, tweeted this yesterday, and I actually updated it today. The most runs scored in the All-Star break since the All-Star break, the Astros, 270 runs, the Braves, 264 runs, then the Cubs, the Dodgers, and the Phillies. The most hits, the Houston Astros, 437 runs. That's what the 12 hits added today. Braves, 411. Dodgers, Mariners, Cubs. This team is doing things that we were really doubting two weeks ago that we mm-hmm. didn't know if they could do because they weren't. They would score a lot of runs, and they would they would draw a blank. They, they just weren't consistent enough. They hadn't hit their stride. But all along, I had been saying, the Rangers, I still don't buy what they're selling. I still think it's a Mariners-Astros race. The The issue is you can't focus on the other teams, okay? And that's what Michael Brantley said today. This is what Brantley said when he was asked about the series and how he felt. He said, it didn't necessarily go as planned, but to be out there with this great group, group of guys, I'm very appreciative. I thought I put some good swings on the ball. The first day back, I was a little amped up. I may... I am never trying to do too much. I never do, and I need to stay within myself. And when he was asked about the team and how they're playing this stretch, he said, I'm very excited how we stack up against the competition, and we know that we are capable of doing that, and we know what we can do. I have been here for a while, and I look forward to doing it with this group of guys. We got to keep up the intensity 
stay focused and handle business on our end. What that means is they have to get in front of the Mariners and they have to stay in front of the Mariners because there is no way that the Astros can overtake the Mariners in a tiebreaker situation. Right. The Mariners are eight and two on us in the regular season. They know the goal at hand. They know what's going on. And I love this team. I mean, this team is going to go back to the ALCS one way or another. They're going to go back to the World Series one way or another. Will they win it? I don't know. But I still like their chances because of the experience. And Michael Brantley might get his first shot at being actively on this roster in a World Series game for the first time in, I guess, a few years, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that'd be that'd be awesome. Uh, to go off of what you said, I think this was addition to what you said. Uh, Brantley said, "I just think we have a great group group of guys that really work hard day in and day out. We prepare really hard, and we've played really well as a team. And we need to continue to do that down the stretch." So that's just kind of going off a little bit more of what you said. But it's just great to see. Like even in that game, he went 0 for 4. He had the uh, the high exit velocity. That typically yeah. translates into hits. And that's what we saw in this game. And so a lot of y'all that listen to podcasts are like, well, why aren't y'all more negative? It's because we know what this team is capable of. And it's like we know that they, they seem to turn it on when uh, September comes. They seem to turn turn it on when October comes and we see that team now, especially with Brantley back in the lineup, they seem to do that. And now the question is, do the Astros have enough starting pitching? And I know that we talked about the waiver claims. Uh, we'll talk about why noon tomorrow is a big uh, deal for not just the Astros, but other teams in contention mm. about the waiver wire. And we'll see what Astros, uh, what, what players the Astros could potentially get, but the Astros by month, they are 15 and 13 in uh, March and April and May. They're 17 and 10 in June. They were 13 and 14. That's when we were complaining and throwing stuff at the TV <laughs> and saying dusty doesn't know what he's doing. We, we probably still are doing that. But uh, in July they were 15 and 10 and in August they were 17 and 11. And you know what, if you want to go around and talk smack, you know, mm -hmm. there's a great app for you, right, Brett? It's called Bunches. So we'll yeah. talk a little bit more about Farmer Valdez in, sep in a second, but this this episode is brought to you by Bunches. That's right, Bunches. And I've already jumped in there. And let me tell you, I am feeling the heat from the opposing fans. If you go to Bunches, you need to look for the Locked On MLB Bunch. Look for me, H-Town Wheelhouse. I am on there. It's a social community where you can talk about sports with your fans with your team's fans in real time, with other team's fans in real time. You can talk smack. Look, it's kind of a no-holds-barred situation. Um, it's kind of just like guys sitting at a bar. You know, you gather at a bar to watch a game. You have opposing fans, and you just kind of talk to each other. You talk about what's going on, um, and we want you to join us. We want you to ask us questions. Um, we want you to Maybe maybe submit a take of the day, and if we see it on there and you tag us, you tag me, we can put it on the show, and we can talk about it. It's a free app, and it's fun. Download Bunches app today. When you do, our friends at Bunches have featured the Locked On MLB Bunch in the Discover tab. You can also click on the link in the description of the show and join the Locked On MLB Bunch today. If you have any questions then you know what? Let us know, and we will get you to the right place. Chat about your team. Tell a personal story and experience that you had at the Astros game. Talk about when you were at game six in the Astros-Clinton World Series. 
go check out bunches today and make sure that the Astros um, that you listen to the Astros play the Yankees on Friday after their off day at 7, 10 PM central standard time, catch every pitch of the Astros hometown broadcast with SiriusXM on the SXM app search Astros. All right. So the Astros just, they had an unbelievable offensive output. Like I don't, I can't yeah. remember seeing them so hot at the plate it's been a while the the astros offense even in 2022 uh, i think we can all agree that they basically relied on the bullpen and great starting pitching to get uh through the regular season and then you had the offense kind of turn it on in the regular in the postseason and so uh this is what uh martin maldonado had to say it's pretty impressive you we've got altuve and alvarez healthy and the last couple of games with the addition of Michael, I think we have to continue to play one game at a time and passing the baton is something that we've been doing for the last five games. So um, if one guy is struggling, then, hey, it's your turn. And so that's the good thing. It's like in the past, we've seen maybe if um, a couple of guys are struggling, then it kind of it's kind of like a butterfly effect or it's all, it's contagious. But now if you have out Bregman with the 0 for 5 day, you have Alvarez and maybe Tucker picking him up. And that's what you need to uh, win a World Series. You need somebody picking up the guy having a bad day. Yeah, I mean, look, and Maldonado's been contributing at the plate. We know he's not the bat that you depend on. We know that he's not the guy that you go to for your offense. But dang it, if he's in the lineup, you root for the guy. You, I mean, I was kind of like, I can't believe Diaz and Abreu are both out for this game. We're gonna, we need to sweep. Well, it didn't matter. They won. They strung the stuff together. They did what they had to do. Michael Brantley looked phenomenal today at the plate, Eric. And, and look, Framer Valdez, in spite his hiccup and giving up those few runs, he had the offense to back him up, and 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 that's what a good baseball team win is is when one part falters the other part picks up and that's what we saw a lot of in 2022 right. it was constantly the starting pitcher didn't do great the offense and the bullpen picked them up the offense wasn't great the pitchers held the line and they were supporting each other and now and to me eric they look like they're playing loose they, they feel like they're playing free and we, it was just so funny when julia morales was interviewing michael brantley after the game she was like ecstatic. She was almost like fangirl interviewing him. And Michael's just straight faced. He's all business. And she asked him during one of her little cameo things. She was like, why don't you smile on the field? He goes, cause it's business. Like I'm here to do work. And I'm like, Michael Brantley is the ultimate professional baseball player. And this guy may have some very special moments this postseason, And I would love to say it right now. I was 100% wrong. I honestly thought, and my fear was, I didn't doubt Brantley. I doubted his shoulder because a shoulder injury is very, very tricky. Every player is different. You and I, Eric, could both have shoulder injuries. It'll affect us completely differently. I'm glad that I'm eating crow on that. I'm glad that Uncle Mike's back. And I just love seeing this team picking each other up at every step of the way. Yes. Uh, so in the, today's game, it was Tucker that went hitless, but he did walk two times. And but you see everybody else get a hit, even Singleton. And I know you you made a comment about Brayu not being in the lineup there, but uh, definitely uh, one thing about Farmer Valdez. Last game, yes, he did throw the seven no hit innings, but he had a few walks and he had some issues with 
command that, that led to the high pitch count in the seven innings. But in today's game, he only threw the 83 pitches, but no walks. And maybe he might have tired out a little bit because he did. He was overextended last time. I think it was 114, 117 pitches last game because they're trying to keep the no hit thing going. And he even threw no uh, two no hit innings in this game. So technically yeah. that was nine no hit innings. But um, but it's good to see him kind of rebounding a little bit. Yeah, he kind of ran out of gas at the end. He gave up the, the four runs. I, I think it was all in one inning, yeah, in sixth inning. And uh, two of them were earned but on five hits. But overall, it's a good game. It's it's good to see Farmer Valdez kind of rounding back and forth. And we know that he loves the little, uh, the blue practice, right. batting practice jerseys. He talked about so, that. Yeah, so he did talk about this after a game. And uh, people are like, well, I thought you liked that jersey. And uh, so he said, I prefer the blue ones. The blue ones are still my favorites. But I said with the orange ones, let's change it up a little bit and see what happens. The blue ones are mine. So that, that's kind of where that came from. You know, um, look, Framber's one of these guys that, Eric, we have to have him on. JV is going to have to have his best postseason he's ever had. I'm not, I'm not worried about the offense. This offense is firing. Um, Kendall Graveman went out with lower back um, discomfort. And um, I'll talk to you off off air what I what I think might be going on there with um, Kendall Graveman. But Kendall Graveman came out, and if he's out for a certain amount of time, that may open the door for some people to come up to the major leagues, and especially with rosters expanding and give some guys a look that may be hot, kind of like a Spencer Arigetti type of pitcher, you know, because, dude, he's got the stuff. I'm, I'm excited about Spaghetti possibly coming up and helping this team. And the blessing and the curse might be that if Graveman goes down and he's down for a certain amount of days, maybe that opens the window for someone like that to come up and to get a good, clean look. Because who knows? Maybe he comes up and he helps you and he contributes in the postseason. So – um, the only disadvantage with the Rangers like losing tonight, I don't know if they would have if the Astros would have the tiebreaker or who would have the worst record, but the waiver claims go to the team with the worst record. The Rangers now have a worse record than the Astros, so they're gonna be able to claim somebody like a Matt Moore or Lopez, like we've been wanting for the Astros to claim from the Angels. So we'll have to see. It's gonna be interesting to see how many players fall and how far they fall because the Blue Jays are scrapping right now. Um, there's other teams in the American League, but right now, if well, I, I guess now it's flipped. Um, we would we would be we would be playing, you know, like dude. I just want the division lead. I, I want the division lead. I don't I don't want a, any combination of any other team. I just want the first round by. I totally take back what I said earlier. I was, remember when I said I don't want us to win the division. It's not a big deal. All right. Well, I lied to myself. I, I do want to win the division. I want to be greedy because I don't want the Mariners to win it. It's ours. Keep right. it in Houston. Because it's not coming from the Central. Uh, the Twins right now are 69 and 65. At least they're over 500 right now. But um, so we'll see what happens. But uh, we'll talk about the waiver stains um, a little bit later. But uh, there's some definitely some interesting names and especially – with the injury to Kendall Graveman. So um, we don't know when the, everything um, everything was locked, but from what I understand, you had to put your claim in on a player. You can put your claim on one player. You can put your claim on multiple players. And it's, it's in a reverse order on the standings as of right now. 
And then at noon tomorrow, I don't know if it's Eastern time or Central time, uh, but we we should find out if the Astros have won the claim to any of those players. Okay. So with the injury to Kendall Graveman, it it makes you wonder: Are you they going to go out there and maybe go try to get Matt Moore, or try to get Ronaldo Lopez, or try to go get a reliever from one of those um, uh, things? Or I know that a lot of people will be well. Let's go get Lucas Giolito and then possibly put Christian Javier. In the bullpen uh, because he's been struggling. Maybe you can kind of get his arm rejuvenated Maybe. in shorter spurts or that's something even you, you mentioned Spencer Arigetti. Why not bring him up, see what he can do as a starter in the big leagues and then put Christian Javier in the bullpen for now until he figures things out. But that's an awful lot of money you're paying for a reliever in Christian Javier. But so that's something that we can worry about later. It just, it just sucks that, He's just not, uh, just not the same guy that you've you're been able to count on in the past few years. Yeah, well, let me let me just tell y'all about um, FanDuel, okay? Because FanDuel is one of the best fantasy apps out there for you to go check it out, and it's football season. So get ready for the NFL season with incredible offers from FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get a, get can bet $5 and get 200 in bonus bets guaranteed. Yeah, you heard me right. $5 and you get 200. That's a steal. Don't tell FanDuel that they're getting ripped off. Plus, all customers who bet $5 will get $100 off NFL Sunday ticket. So, hey, from YouTube and YouTube TV. I mean, this is like this is like a grand slam. So, now is the best time to join FanDuel. The app is easy to use and you can be on every you, you can use and you can be on everything from spreads to player props and more. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on for the NFL season as they kick off. And it's an offer you don't want to miss. FanDuel, the official partner of the NFL. And if you need a place to go to watch the Houston Astros play baseball, you need to go to Hooters. Hooters is your place for great wing, great wings, great brew, and they have great features every day. Thursdays, they have $19.99 Wings and Big Daddy Bundle. They have $3 Blue Moon Drafts every day, $9.99 McLove Ultra Pitchers. And they have happy hour from Monday through Friday, 2 to 7 and 10 p.m. to close. So go check them out today. You can get wings. You can get burgers. You can get dessert. I mean, they have everything you want. And starting September 7th, they are going to have Thursday night karaoke after every Thursday night football game. And happy hour till close. Tell Rosie that we sent you. When you go to Hooters, let them know that you listen to Locked on Astros. And you'll get a free basket of fried pickles. That's right. Check them out today. Hooters, great grub, great brew. And the world-famous Hooters girls. Why? Because Hooters makes you happy. And the Astros do play the Yankees Friday, 7, 10 p.m. Central Standard Time. Catch every pitch of the Astros hometown broadcast with SiriusXM on the SXM app. Search Astros. All right, so speaking of the Yankees, the Astros will be playing uh, three games uh, with the Yankees at home. Um, I don't want to jinx anything, but we're playing the Yankees at a pretty good time. The Yankees are not the same Yankees we're used to, um, so uh, we'll see what happens. Harrison Bader is no longer on their team. Uh, Josh Donaldson is no longer on their team, and they're calling up, apparently, uh, Jason Dominguez and another uh, of their hot prospects. Uh, well, they're rumored to be calling up them up. So they're a team in transition, Oof. and there's a lot of talk about what to do with Aaron Boone. 
Uh, so um, we'll we'll see what happens. With not Aaron Judge. Judge. No, the not other Aaron, Aaron. Aaron Boone. I'm just saying, like I said, Aaron. How Boone, does right? that? Yeah, no, okay. no. I'm just I'm just saying, like, how is he still a part of the team? It, it, it's insane. The only Aaron that should be on that team is Aaron Judge. Right. Aaron Hicks is gone. They hated him. Um, Aaron Boone. Aaron Judge is the only good Aaron there in New York. Um, but. Yeah, they're going to call up Jason Dominguez. This is a kid that I think they anticipated to be there at the beginning of the season, and he wasn't. He just has kind of hit some bumps in the road. Um, someone asked if I was going to be at the Labor Day game in Arlington against the Rangers. I'm probably not going to be. Um, I was actually um, – there's there's a, there's a watch party on that Monday that I'm going to be at, and I'll, um, I'll talk about it on my socials. Someone reached out and asked if I wanted to go. So, Eric, I don't know what your plans are Monday, but I was going to talk to you about it later. But listen, I want to tell you all something. We got invited to go to go talk to and go hang out with Alex Bregman at Canes, Raising Canes, Westheimer, tomorrow, Thursday morning, 10 a.m. Um, you're going to get to hang out with Bregman. Um, hopefully I get to ask him about his, about his foundation, about this team, about going forward. I mean, being a part of an ALCS every year of his professional career. So... If you got time to come hang out with us over at Westheimer, I'm pretty sure it's going to be packed. But Raising Cane's over off Westheimer, um, I'll get to sit there and hang out with old Breggy and um, maybe say, hey, we'd love to have you on the show. So um, Alex Bregman and I will get to hang out. So if y'all are, if y'all get a chance to stop by, I do that. All right. So you're uh, three games versus Yankees at home. Then you're going to face the Rangers in Arlington, like you said. So the next six games are going to be very critical. The Astros have got to win a majority of those games. You're going to have to keep the Rangers and the Mariners at bay. And so we don't want to see the Mariners rise. We want to, we got to, we got to uh, keep the lead or get the lead somehow. So I think the Astros just need to do what they've been doing. And speaking of Bregman, uh, he said the Astros offense is relentless right now. And we saw that uh, they didn't give up in this game and they, they scored what seven runs and it just, it, they keep on chugging hits and it's just amazing. And just how many hits they've gotten over the past seven game, five games is just crazy. 12 hits today, seven runs. They scored what seven runs in the first four innings. And that's just like, uh, yeah, that's just a killer attitude out there. And I, you got to love that. And uh, Dusty Baker made even made a comment. He's like, well, yeah, we scored a lot of runs early, but then their bullpen kind of shut us down. And then the rest of the game, uh, I would like to have seen some more offense. But, yeah, I know he was joking there. But uh, yeah, it, it's just awesome to see this team coming together at the right time. And sometimes you see teams kind of go through this hot streak. And then, unfortunately, when it comes to playoff time, they, they kind of uh, fizzle a little bit. So I think the Astros are getting hot at the right time. Uh, so let's see what the Mariners can do because um, they, they've kind of – they had their hot streak. So let's see if they can continue this, especially if there's anything seriously wrong with Julio Rodriguez. I don't know if he played in game today. And uh, uh, Kirby apparently was just a uh, illness. Yeah, so it, it was a foot issue. So I don't, I don't know that that is something that – it didn't seem like it was short term. Of course, I don't have any medicals on that, but you know, that's a huge blow for that team. Even if he's out a couple games, Eric, because Julio Rodriguez has been a big reason why the Mariners have made this massive charge to the front of the line. They have literally been non-existent along with Julio Rodriguez. Most of the season, 
Um, so much so that even the host of Locked On Mariners were calling for saying, I, I, they're done. Like, they're, they're not going to do it. And there was not a whole lot of hope in Seattle. Now, they've got all the confidence in the world. You know, they got guys like Eugenio Suarez, who is just one of those players that's so annoying because he's so freaking good against us. I hate it. Like, he, I put Suarez up there with Seager with Eckstein, with just these guys that play against you that you're just like, oh, but yes, um, he did not play today. So I'm assuming that Julio, I don't know if he's on the IL, but if he's out, and I would never wish a player to be hurt, but if he's out, that gives the Astros a little bit of help because that takes one of their key catalysts out of the lineup. But we got to let things play out. Eric, I'm excited about the last two, three weeks of this of the schedule because it's going to be World War III right. out there. It's going to be fun. Make sure y'all hit the like button as you're watching this. We appreciate y'all. 255 in right now. Yes. Uh, so I don't know if you saw Roflo uh, the other day, but he's like, uh, the Astros need to sign Adam Duvall in the offseason. He's yeah. killing them. Oh, I, I actually said that on the um, – I actually repeated that sentiment. I was like, okay. if, if we – if we do anything in the offseason, we got to sign. Actually, I think I told you that. I was like, we need to oh. sign Adam Duvall. I think I, I don't said know that. if there's room for him, honestly. I mean, there's always you can never Just have keep enough him offense. against keep, or walk him. Like when I was yelling at yelling at Brad Lidge to walk out Pujols. OK, walk him. The whole stadium was yelling it. There was a flashing sign that said walk right. him in the outfield. And he crushed us. No more being crushed. Let's go. Yeah, so uh, the Astros just need to continue the good times rolling against the Yankees, and the Yankees are at a uh, like a bad time in their uh, where they are. So uh, we'll see what happens over the next six games, but I think that the Astros are exactly where they need to be. All they can do is win from here. They can't worry about what the Mariners do, what the Rangers do. They just got to go out there and play their type of baseball. The good news is is that the Astros' schedule is gonna is not as strong as the um, as the Mariners and the Rangers for the rest of the way. So uh, they're going to be playing some of the weaker teams. And I know the Mariners were playing the uh, Angel, the A's for a while there. But um, we'll see. Their, their schedule gets a little bit tougher than the Astros have, it does. And But I don't know if that's a good thing because in the past, the Astros have played really well against a tougher competition. So uh, any closing thoughts? Look, I just think it's great. The Astros are back to the feel-good selves to – the team that we know that has a winning culture. Michael Brantley is back. Welcome back, sir. Thank you for proving me wrong. Make sure that y'all listen to the Astros play the Yankees Friday at 17 p.m. Central Standard Time. Catch every pitch of the Astros hometown broadcast with SiriusXM on the SXM app. Search Astros. Eric, dude, we get a day off. We get a day to talk about the Yankee series coming up, and then we get to watch our Astros at home. We'll see y'all. We're going to be there Friday night, guys, Eric and I. So if y'all are there, hit us up. Let us know. And I think we're going to be having something to talk about because I wouldn't be surprised if the Astros do get one of these players off waivers. And I would love for it to be Matt Moore because Dusty Baker has been crying for a lefty reliever for many years. And finally, he'll get a quality one. So we'll see. Uh, my name is Eric Heisman. He's Brett Chancey. We are the Locked On Astros podcast and go Strips. Bless. I had to throw out the bless after a game like that. Wicked smile. Okay. <laughs>